All of us from time to time run into hard spots and challenges that make us ask the why, where, when, and what. In those seasons, what does God's Word have to say? How do we walk out our faith in the midst of trials? How can we be equipped to overcome? Join Pastor Paul and the Word Mission Church International family on yet another insightful teaching, Faith in the Midst of Trials. Let's turn our Bibles to Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. Matthew chapter 7, verse 24. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Pay close attention this morning. This message is so important to us. It says, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them, will be like a foolish man who builds his house on the sand. And the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, and it fell, and great was its fall. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You see, I pray that this morning that your life will be so transformed by this word. God has something in store for each and every one of us. Now, this is very important to where we are going because in so many times, the thing that confronts us is, why do we go through tests? Why do we go through trials? Why do we go through temptation? I mean, why is it that as a Christian, I go through, or even as somebody who is not saved, I go through the things that I go through? These are questions that we ask. And so here he's saying that, Whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to somebody who built his house on the rock. And the rain descended, noted, the rain descended, the floods came, and the wind blew and beat on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. The same conditions, different outcomes. The wind, the rain, and the floods came to the same, to the, to, I mean, the winds, the storms of life to comes to all of us. We are not immune from the storms of life. But the difference is the one who does the word of God and the one who doesn't. That is the key issue to coming out victorious. That is the key issue to winning in life. Why do I go through tests? Why do I go through adversity? It seems when one problem is solved, another takes its place. In my marriage, with my children, on my job, I mean, there are so many things that I keep going through. What is the issue here? We'll discover that in these key lessons in the next three weeks that we have. Now, the thing to understand is, Turn with me to Psalm chapter 4, verse 1. Psalm chapter 4, verse 1. Psalm chapter 4, verse 1. I like how he puts it in the King James. He says, blessed is Psalm 4, verse 1. I'm, I'm jumping ahead now. Psalm chapter 4, verse 1. He says, hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness. Thou hast enlarged me when I was in distress. Have mercy upon me and hear my prayer. You have enlarged me when I was in distress. How is that? <laughs> how, how is that possible? I, how can that be that when I went through distress, I was enlarged? I actually grew when I went through that distress. You see, when there's a place in God where you, you are, there is no turning back. And so many times, because we do not, people do not understand these things, some people give up on their faith, some people give up on their church, some people give up in life, There's some people even go to the extent of committing suicide. I do not understand this storm that I'm going through. But you see, there is a purpose and a plan of God for your life. And when you go through the different seasons of life, he's saying that when I went through distress, I was enlarged. 
Another translation says, I was relieved. Very, very, very important. That is not the time to give up. Notice what the Bible says in Exodus chapter 1 verse 12. Exodus chapter 1 verse 12. Follow me carefully. This lesson can save your life. Exodus chapter 1 verse 12. The Bible says that, But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew, and they were in dread of the children of Israel. The more they afflicted the children of Israel in Egypt, the Bible says that the more they grew. <laughs> our response to affliction, our response to test makes all the difference. The more they were afflicted, the more they grew. The more they were afflicted, the more they grew. The more they were afflicted, the more they grew. Oppression does not mean the end of your life. Don't get it wrong. Oppression and affliction and tests and trials doesn't mean that God wants you to die. Don't get it wrong. There is a growth process and so many times, so many people are not willing to subscribe to that growth process. Oh, I am being afflicted. I am going through a test. I am going through a trial. But when it is said and done, when I come out on the other side, I will have grown. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory be to the name of the Lord. It's the children of Israel were going through a very hard time. And they were going through a very difficult time. But in the midst of it, they grew. Ezra, don't let these scriptures get away from you. Ezra chapter 9 verse 8. Ezra chapter 9 verse 8. Thank you, Lord. Ezra chapter 9 verse 8. Thank you, Father. He says... This is talking about the children of Israel. So it says, and now for a little while, grace has been shown from the Lord our God to leave us a remnant to escape and to give us a peg in his only place that our God may enlighten our eyes and give us a measure of revival in our bondage. And other translation says, and now for a little space, grace has been showed from the Lord our God to leave us a remnant to give us, a, to, to escape and to give us a nail in his only place. Notice the phrase, he says, that our God may lighten our eyes and give us a little reviving in our bondage. Is it possible to be revived in your bondage? I pray in the name of Jesus that no matter what you may be going through, no matter what you may be faced with, may you be revived in your bondage. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To give us, to lighten our eyes. This is the time that most people complain. This is the time that most people give up on God. This is the time where most people throw, hands in the, throw their hands in the air with, I mean, and say, I am done. No, he's saying that in the midst of your bondage, he will lighten your eyes. He will cause you to see things differently than you have seen before. You may be looking at it from this angle, but God sees it from another angle and saying that through this process, I am going to revive you. Through this process, I am going to cause you to grow. Through this process, oh, you are going to come out. And when you come out, you'll be better than who you were before. I see that God doing that in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm giving us these scriptures to, to build us. He says he will give us a nail in his only place. That nail is really nailed down, really plugged in, and nothing is going to take that nail out of its place. No matter the bondage, no matter the captivity. Because you know what's going to happen 
on the other side. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Psalm 119, verse 65. Psalm 119, verse 65. Mark these scriptures. Don't let them get away from you. He says, Psalm 119, verse 65. Glory be to the name of the Lord. He says, you have dealt well with your servant. O Lord, according to your word, teach me good judgment and knowledge, for I believe your commandments. Before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I keep your word. You are good and do good. Teach me your statutes. And then verse 71 says, It is good for me that I have been afflicted, that I may learn your statutes. You see, you see there are lessons that, that God will have us learn. There are lessons that we, we need to learn. He says that it is good for me that I've been afflicted, that I may learn your statutes. And you see, the, the thing is, when, when, when we go through different seasons in life uh, and we go through tests and trials, so many times we think that that's the end of it. The thing to realize is there are different seasons. Now, I mean, we have spring, um, we have summer, we have fall, we have winter. And how we respond to the different seasons in life, the lessons that we learn will determine how we come out. Very, very, very important to, 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 re, to realize that. I mean, when, when, it's, when it's springtime, the weather changes, flowers are blooming, uh, we go out, the air is fresh, we enjoy all, uh, we enjoy, I mean, it's, it's looking good in the spring, in, in the spring, in spring. Then comes summer, the opportunities, people travel, we do so many things, outdoor activities. And then that season will change. We'll get to fall, the leaves start falling, the time changes on us, the day gets shorter, it gets darker earlier, and very soon you see winter is here. <laughs> There's snow coming, sleek roads, all these things that we have to deal with. But the thing is, no matter the seasons of life, there is a key to, to being fruitful and, 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 and in no matter the seasons of life. In Isaiah chapter 61 verse 3, he calls us trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord. And turn with me to Psalm chapter 1 verse, 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 three, verse Psalm chapter 1. Thank you, Lord. How do I survive the different seasons of life? How do I survive and learn the lessons when I'm tested? How do I survive? He says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scoffer, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. I like this. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaves also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. You see, the seasons affect the tree, but the tree does not affect the seasons. I'll repeat it again. The seasons affect the tree, but the tree does not affect the seasons. <laughs> and so when it, when, it comes, when it comes summer or when it's so hot, the tree cannot decide that I, this, this, this season is too harsh for me. I'm going to plug myself and plant that myself somewhere. It doesn't have that option. say that when the seasons of life change, when different seasons of life come, you are going to run away from God and give up. It's not an option. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> 
<laughs> but does he say? He says that if you follow this, no matter the season that comes, you will still be fruitful because that tree needs the nutrients from the ground. It needs the moisture to be able to be fruitful. He tells you exactly what to do here. He says he walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scoffer. Verse 2, he says, notice, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his law, he meditates day and night. He meditates every now and then. No, 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 no. He, that's not the case here. He meditates in that law day and night. Day and night. Day and night. He says for, for that person, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. And in this season, in this season, in the right season, oh, that season will change. He will bring forth his fruit in his season. Your leaf will not wither and whatever he does, prosper hallelujah he's going to be consistent in his walk he's going to still stick with God in his walk uh, nothing is going to, to, to take him away Every trial, I mean, adversity is a painful teacher, but every trial, every trial has a purpose. Every season that you go through has a purpose. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And he says that, that's what David, David put it this way. It's good that I went through this test that I might learn your law. It's good that I went through this season that I might learn your statute. The trouble is sometimes is we don't want to learn that, 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 that lesson for the season that we are in. I pray we will learn our lesson in the name of Jesus. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 1 to 3. Thank you, Lord. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 1 to 3. Thank you, Lord. He says, every commandment which I command you today, you must be careful to observe that you may live and multiply and go and possess the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers. And you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness. Notice he says, to humble and test you to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his commandment or not. So, he humbled you, allowed you to hunger, and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers, that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. Remember. In the dry season, he says for 40 years, he led them in the wilderness. And what was he doing? Number one, he says to humble you. To check. All your pride will disappear when you have been in the wilderness for 40 years. All your pride will go away. <laughs> to check. No, I like this phrase. He says, and to know what was in your heart. He's testing you to check what is in this really in this person. You say you are, we say you are a Christian. You say you believe God. You say you trust God. I'm going to test you. I mean, what would you think if my kids went to school and they, they, went, they came back and they said, wow, we like this school. This school is awesome. We can go through this school and not be tested even once and we'll still keep getting going to the next level. I'll, you may show up at the school. <laughs> what? There is no test in this school? I mean, you just come in, do whatever you like, and uh, uh, whether you are, you are learning your lessons or not, you are, we are going to keep promoting you and you are going to keep going on. No test, test-free school. <laughs> You'll <laughs> be like, no, 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 no. This is this is not right. So many times we like the teaching. We like that. We like to rejoice and to shout. But when the test comes, nobody likes that. 
<laughs> Lord, can I do without this test? <laughs> he, said, he says he's going to check. He's going to test your heart to see what was in your heart, whether you will keep his commandments or not, whether you still obey God and love him or not. In the wilderness, in the dry place, he says to humble you and to test you. Sometimes it may be, I mean, a ch sudden change of circumstances, a discouragement from losing a job. If, um, whatever the case might be, he would, I mean, God would test. Is this going to pest person that see do they really believe my word or not do they really trust me or not thank you lord jesus i pray you will pass your test in jesus name so that god can keep promoting you and graduating you to the next level of your life our life in Christ is an unending cycle of teaching by Christ in the mountain and testing in the valley. You, we, we, I mean, there are different seasons, but he will keep testing us to check what is in our heart. And so many times we see things from a, a limited perspective that, I mean, we think that the thing should be done this way, that, that it should be, should be this way. God says, I see it my way is going to be my way, not your way. My ways are higher than your ways. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name. Very, 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 very important to reveal what is in our heart. But when we go through the wilderness, when we go through the test, when we go through all that, he will never leave us nor forsake us. Nobody likes to the, the, the time in the wilderness. No, 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 no. Nobody likes it. But if you, are, if you trust God and remain faithful to him, he will bring you to the other side. I see him bringing you to the other side. Notice what he says in Psalm 23, verse 4, the, the classic, classic Psalm. Psalm 23, verse 4. Thank you, Lord. He says, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Notice that he doesn't say that we camp in the valley of the shadow of death. He doesn't say that we build our tent in the shadow of death and we stay there. No, we are going through the valley of the shadow of death. Hallelujah. And another thing is a, 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 a shadow of an, I've never heard of a shadow of a dog killing anybody. <laughs> the shadow of death, not death itself, we say just the shadow of it. It's just a shadow. Whatever you are going through, it's not enough to kill you. No, 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 no. It, it says, I will fear no evil. And the reason why I will fear no evil, because God is with me. There is somebody with me that is bigger than that shadow of death, that is bigger than whatever I may be faced with. And so I will not fear. Hallelujah. My Lord and my God, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. And then he says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. In, in the presence of the enemies that I'm confronted with, he sets up a spread for me. Hallelujah. There is a table set. There is a table set. So many times we keep our eyes on the enemies that we are surrounded by. No, don't keep your eyes on them. Keep your eyes on the table. <laughs> ah, my Lord, he has prepared for you something on the table. Oh, there is something there for everyone. There is something there for every season of life. You are just going through the valley of the shadow of death. Don't set up your tent and, uh, and camp in there. In the mighty name of Jesus, look on that table. What is on that table? I looked on there and I found that there is health on that table. I looked on that table 
and I found that there is peace for my heart. I looked on that table and I, I, I found that there is his provision there. He meets all your needs. I looked on that table and I am in the valley of the shadow of death. I am surrounded by enemies. But I looked on that table and he, my Lord, my very father, my very God, oh, my very own dear father, he had prepared a table and he was saying, I will bring you out. He was saying, I am going to deliver you. He was saying, oh, this is not the end of your life. He was saying, I am working a work in your life. And when you come out, you will be better than before. This morning in the mighty name of Jesus, no matter what you may be going through, in Jesus' name, I pray, look to God, look on that table and see his goodness. See his provision. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The valley of the shadow of death. I mean, David had a very close relationship with God. And he's the one that wrote this. He says, I'm going through a difficult time. But I am going, I know who is with me. That's the key. Knowing who is with you in the valley. Knowing the God who is with you in the valley makes all the difference. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Psalm 66 says, verse 8. Psalm 66, verse 8. Mark this scripture. Don't let them get away from you. So that you can pass the test of the season that you are in. Psalm 66, verse 8. Oh, bless our God, you peoples. And make the voice of his praise to be heard. He says, who keeps our soul among the living. And does not allow our feet to be moved. Verse 10 says, for you, O God, have tested us. Who's tested us? Who is testing us? He says, for you, O God, have tested us. You have refined us. As silver is refined. You brought us into the net. You laid affliction on our backs. You've caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water. But you brought us out to rich fulfillment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God has tested us. He brought us into the net. Sometimes it feels like you are in a net. But he's testing you. What is this person going to do? In this circumstance. He says, you laid affliction on our back. You caused men to ride over our heads. Oh, and I like this. We went through fire. And we went through water. Fire feels very hot. Sometimes it feels like you are in hot waters. Like we say. It is very hot. It is very hot. You look around you. I mean, how am I going to come out of this? How am I going to come out of this? But he's testing. You see, you see, God will never test you beyond the level that you are or allow you to be tested. You see, sometimes also there's an enemy out there. He comes against us from every side. But it's all a test. He's testing us. Okay, now you say you, you, you have faith. You believe the word of God. You are a person of faith. Oh, let's see now if you're a person of faith. Let's check. Let's do a check to see if you're a person of faith. And this is where so many people uh, um, crumble and give up and throwing that out, not subscribing to, to God's lessons and tests that he gives us. He says we went through fire. Oh, you think Daniel went, oh, Daniel was the only one that went, uh, uh, no, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were the only ones that went into the fire. They went into literal fire. Literal fire. The, the, the king said, heal this fire seven times more than what it is right now. They said, okay, fine. We are, you, you can do whatever you want. But we are not going to bow down. That is the, the point of compromise. You can choose to bow down or you can choose to stand for God. He said, king, you can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you like. But there's one thing that we know we are not going to bow down. 
<laughs> we are not going to compromise. We are not going to bow down. You put us in the fire. We have a God. And even in case he doesn't come through, we are willing to go into the fire. <laughs> we will go in there. People like that who make a decision not to bow down never die. They, 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 they never lose. They went into the fire. But when they went in, God delivered them. When you go through the fire and the water, I mean, the, the, the king was surprised. He said, I put, I, put, I put three people here, but I see four. four, four. <laughs> and the other person is like the son of, uh, son of man. There is somebody with you in that fire. There is somebody in, with you in that water. That is your assurance that you will come out. Oh, in the mighty name of Jesus, this season, no matter what you may be faced with, no matter what you may be confronted with, not that feels like fire in your family, in your business, in your health, in the mighty name of Jesus, he says he brought us to a place of great fulfillment. Remember the destination that he has for you. Another place says he brought us to a wealthy place. He brought us to a rich fulfillment. That is where God is taking you when you go through this circumstance. When you go through this trial, when you go through this test, when you pass that test, you are coming to a place of rich fulfillment. You will be fulfilled in every area of your life. If you believe that, say amen this morning. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. My Lord and my God, Isaiah 43 verse 2 says, When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. There is somebody else with you in the fire, in the river. They will not overwhelm you to the, ex to the, to the point where you will not be burned. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You will come out and you will be looking good. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. He will bring you to a place of rich fulfillment. You see, you see, God will never, never, never test you or allow you to be tested beyond what you are able. Everyone, class one, I'm, I'm first grade, you get tested at the first grade level. Grade two, you get tested at grade two level. But no matter what, every one of us will be tested. First Corinthians 10, 13 says, No temptation has overtaken you except such as is common to man. But God is faithful and will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. There is a way of escape and I can deal with it. That's my response. There is a way out and I can deal with it. There is a way out and I can deal with it. There is a way out and I can deal with it. Oh, the enemy will tell you that there is no way out. You are done for. This is, this is the last. Of that. I mean, there is no way you are coming out. No, you stand your ground and you say in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, there is a way for me. Ah, I'm able to bear it. God will not allow me to be tested beyond what I'm able to deal with. And in the name of Jesus, Lord, show me the way out. Show me the way of escape. I know you are with me in the fire. I know you are with me in the water. You will not allow me to be burned. You will not allow the, 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 the waters to overflow me. And so in the name of Jesus Christ, I receive your way of escape. I receive your deliverance. Show me the way out. In the mighty name of Jesus. And as he does, I see you coming out in Jesus' name mighty name. Hallelujah. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Why? What is the reason for tests? What is the reason for trials? We look at all these scriptures. We just look at one in the New Testament, but the classic one along these lines, don't let it get away from you. First Peter chapter 1 from verse 6. First Peter chapter 1 verse 6. Why is it that I go through things like this? Why is it that I go through difficulties? It's my I mean, what, what is the issue here? First Peter chapter 1, verse 6. Thank you, Lord. Trials. 
He says, in this you greatly rejoice. Though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials. Notice this, that the genuineness of your faith be much more precious than gold that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. Whom having not seen you love, though now you do not see him, yet believing, you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. He says, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials. But he says, for a little while. And what is the purpose of the trial? What is the purpose of the test? He says, that the genuineness of your faith. We have to check. This faith, the faith that you keep talking about, we have to check if it's real or not. It's like gold. Let's do a test. Is this fake gold or is it real gold? <laughs> oh, you say you are a Christian. Oh, you say you believe God. Oh, you say you trust God. Really? Let's do a check. <laughs> Let's do a test. <laughs> that the genuineness of your faith being more precious than gold that perishes. Gold that perishes. The genuineness. Gold is, a very, I mean, even now in our days, it's still a precious material. But he says we have to, it has to be tested. It has to be, to be tested. Ah, you think it's just Joseph. It's just Daniel. It's just, it's, it's, it's just Paul who was tested. What about you? When it gets to you, or maybe me. When it gets to you, no, 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 no. I, I'm not. <laughs> that people say, at that point, I give up on the church. I give up on God. <laughs> Paul was tested, I know. Daniel was tested, I know. Joseph was tested, I know. But for me, when it got to my turn, I just threw in the towel. May that not be your story in Jesus' name. <laughs> May that not be your testimony. You see, that the genuineness of your faith. You see, it's easy to boast about what you know and what you can do. But when the test comes, will we be able to? To stand, he says to test the genuineness of your faith, and that faith, when it is tested and trial, he says it's more precious than gold that perished, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. I pray that may your faith. Be found to praise, honor, and bring glory to God. What are you going to do when you get that doctor's report? What are you going to do when you get that news on the job? That, that, that I mean, today we are laying off this number of people. What are you going to do uh, uh, when the difficult circumstances of life, about that marriage, about the different circumstances of life, Tested, tested. I pray, notice it says, though it is tested by fire. There's that word again. Fire, fire, fire. Your faith is tested by fire. You see, faith is simply to believe God when you pray that you have received. And when you speak in line and meditate on his word and speak in line that you have received answers. Now you believe you have received the answer to your prayer. And it seems that in the natural, nothing has changed. What are you going to do? He says, it may be found to the praise, honor, and glory. Oh, at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And he says, whom having not seen, you love. Whom having not seen, you love. Whom having not seen, you love. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Whom having not seen. You, you see, you don't, you don't see Jesus from the natural standpoint. But you love, and we say that we love him. We love him with our very all. Then, when we get to that place, we can rejoice. We can know that he will bring us to the other side. He will bring us, when he has tested us, when he has tried us, we will come out as refined as gold. Our faith will stand the test of time. Our faith will stand the tests that we go through and we will not give up 
in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And as we do, oh, I see you coming out. Hallelujah. I, I see it. Isaiah 48 verse 10 says, Behold, I have refined you, but not as silver. I have tested you in the furnace. These are very strong terms. Fire, furnace, furnace of affliction. I am the one. It doesn't say that it's the political party of the day or the government. <laughs> I am the one <laughs> that is testing you. Not as silver. I tested you in the furnace of affliction. And he says, I like verse 11. For my own sake, for my own sake, I will do it. I thought he was testing me for my sake. He's testing me for his sake. Because what is the end result? The end result, he's looking for that faith which is like gold. He needs that in the earth and even in eternity. For his own sake, he would, he's testing you in the fairness of test, of trials. He says, if need be, that's what First Peter was saying, if it is necessary, for, it's just for a little while. That's the good news. It's, it's not going to be for your whole life. No, 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 no. Just for a little while, <laughs> he would test. And then when you pass that test, you look at yourself and like, wow, I think I'm different now these days. <laughs> Something has happened to me. If it was me back in the, those days, I would break down to pieces. But wow, this thing happened and I was so calm. I was so composed. I was reading my Bible. I was meditating on his word. I was speaking in line with his word. And sure enough, uh, the enemy might, will tell you that all those things don't matter. They won't work. You say, no, I know that this is the key. I know that when I stand on his word, I will come out as gold. Oh, and I did that. And wow, my faith has grown. My, my, my relationship with God has grown. I've gone to the next level. Of my walk with God. That the person who is building on sand. When those storms come. Their house crumbles. It's just. It's just it's, they, they don't have the ability to stand. But for you. Who trusts in, in God. And in his word. You stand. You see none of us can escape the test. He says I'm doing it for my sake. I will test you. You believe me. I will test you. Abraham, in, in, in Genesis chapter 22, verse, verse 1, in Abraham, in Genesis chapter 22, verse 1, he says, thank you, Lord, he says, and now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham. Who did? God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, here I am. Then he said, take now your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. God tested him. Oh, Abraham. We like Abraham's faith. We like his outcome. He's the father of many nations. God tested him. <laughs> he had prayed and believed God for his son, his one and only son. The son comes along, he's enjoying the son, and God says, I'm going to check this guy, if you really trust me. <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to check. Bring your only son and sacrifice him and give him to you. Your test may be different than what, I, what, 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 what um, Abraham faced. Because they, 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 they did sacrifices in those days. Abraham, I like Abraham. He didn't question there's a test on, I'm going to be the best student in this class. And today we are still talking about Abraham, his faith. He just obeyed and went up to the mountain with the intention to do what God had, 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 had asked him to do. He passed the test. I pray in the name of Jesus that may you pass the test. No, no matter the season that you are in, may you pass that test. May you pass that test in the name of Jesus Christ. The question becomes, when I'm going through a tough season, when I'm going through a season where it seems looks like I'm being tested, how do I come out? How do, how do I handle that situation? We've just looked at someone who tells you some of the, some of the things that we can do. But I like this. 
You are in the furnace of affliction. What, 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 what is the action on your part? James chapter 5 verse 13 says, Is anyone afflicted or anyone suffering? Let him do what? Let him do what? Let him do what? Let him tweet. <laughs> Let him send a tweet. <laughs> <laughs> is anyone among you suffering or going to a test going through a trial he tells you what to do let him pray let him pray it sounds very simple let him pray let him pray let him pray let him pray set aside lord this is what i'm dealing with i i pray you help me in this circumstance let him pray let him pray is anyone cheerful let him sing psalms let him is anyone merry let him sing it's by the same token when you are merry you you don't you you, you 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 don't get somebody to do your singing for you you do your own singing by this <laughs> it's all in that verse <laughs> <laughs> but the same token, if you are going through an affliction, don't send the latest tweet around town. Do some praying here. <laughs> Let him pray. And when he prays, God will do something to do. When you are going through a test and a trial, pray. Set aside time to pray. He will bring you out. So many times we look for so many ways to come out of that test and that trial. He's checking in our heart. Is this person going to depend on me? Is this person going to trust me? Or is he just going to, 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 to just, just throw in the towel? And so many people choose that option, throw in the towel. It's the easiest thing to do. But not, not the people sitting here. Not the people here. No, no, no. No, 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 no. We are not. We are not of those who draw back. We are not those who give up. We are those who stand our ground. No matter the test of life, no matter what the circumstance of life is, we stand our ground, and as we do, God keeps promoting. God keeps lifting. God keeps changing the level that we are, and keeps us going higher and higher. Zechariah 39 says, I will bring them one third through the fire. We'll refine them. Zechariah 39. As silver is refined and test them as gold is tested, they will call on my name. Here's prayer tied to it again. They will call on my name. We are back to where we started in Psalm 4. He says, you will call on me. I will enlarge him. He said, they will call on me and I will answer them. I will say, this is my people. And each one will say, this is my God. The Lord is my God. Everyone will say the Lord is my God. Because when I tested them, they didn't exit. When I tested them, they didn't give up. When I tested them, they chose to call on my name. They chose to trust me. They chose to hold on to my word. And as they did, my Lord and my God, I said, this is my people. And those same people will say, this is my God. This is my God. Oh, you will say, you will get to that point where no matter that whatever comes up, you know, you know, as sure as day follows night, that God will deliver you. So long as you keep your eyes on God. But so many times, we want to do it our way. We want to have things the way we want it. Sometimes, I mean, we want to answer our own prayer the way we want it answered. Like, like she, was say, she was testifying, well, we, we wanted this particular one. This is the one that we want. The particular house that we want. <laughs> we want it our way, our time. You haven't been, been around long enough. <laughs> this is not beggar king. Have it your way. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, my Lord and my God. Does this help us this morning? Amen. I, I know a couple 
that, they, that I mean, they, they had a very, um, they both came from broken homes. And they said, for our marriage, we're good, we will make it work. We, 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 I mean, no matter what happens, we'll trust God in this, in this. And we'll, we, we, and, and we'll go through, we do not want to experience this in our household. And now, now I see them, they, they cancel other people in their marriage. This, they went through a difficult time growing up, but they said, no, we'll not let the same thing repeat. Thank you, Lord. They will call on me and I will answer them. I will answer them. I pray that may God show himself on your behalf. I pray. Uh, it says, it's, it's Psalm 34 verse 19 says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous. How many? Many. There are a lot. There are a lot. But the good news is, But the Lord, I like that word, but. Many are the tests, many are the trials, many are the things that we go through, but the Lord delivers him out of half of them. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, the Lord delivers them out of them all. Hallelujah. Out of them all. Hundred percent victory guaranteed. <laughs> the tests. He didn't say that of the wicked. He said the, of the righteous. The righteous. Many, many tests on this journey of life. Different seasons. But the good news is our God is good. He delivers him out of them all. All. All of them. Let this be. Let that be your assurance this morning. That God is your deliverer. He's your deliverer. He's the one that delivers you when you are going through a test. When we are going through a trial, your faith will be tried. Will be tried. Faith in God. There's. It will be tried. Settle that this morning. Settle that. But you know, when your faith is tried, know for a fact that you, I mean, number one, let there, there are trials. But number two, know the purpose of the trial. Know the purpose of the test. And then, number three, you know, know how to conquer the trial or the test. When you do that, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Lord will deliver you. This morning, I see God delivering someone. I see God delivering someone. I see God giving someone a testimony. You are coming out as gold. Wow, you look at yourself and you say, wow, this, 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 this looks good. I like, I like the new me. <laughs> I have come out as gold. I've come out as gold. I've come out as gold. You will come out as gold. And, 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 and like, 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 for instance, when, when Joshua, our firstborn son, was born, he, his leg was, was, was bow-legged like that. And, 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 and it was a test. It's a trial. You are faced with it. What, what, what are you going to do? And we took God at his word. And we said, no, 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 no. People come into the world. You have to walk straight. Your legs have to be normal like any other child. Did it happen overnight? No. We actually forgot about it. And we're just thanking God and praising God. And then one day we're coming from church. We looked at his legs. And like, wow, his legs are straight. His legs are straight. His legs are straight. <laughs> to the glory of God. We came out as gold. We came out as gold. You will come out as gold. You will come out shining. And then now, now not only that, now your testimony will be able to bless others as well. And you testify. That's, that's simply what it is. You, you testify that when I went through this circumstance, I prayed to God and he delivered me. You are in this circumstance, do the same thing. The same God who delivered me, he will also deliver you. Now you have a testimony. And the more testimonies you share, the more testimonies you keep getting. God is so good. I just like, I just love him. <laughs> He's so faithful. He's so faithful. And he will be faithful in your case as well. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord. Talk to God this morning. Th thank God. Thank God for his word. Thank God for his mercy, his goodness, 
his kindness, his love, and let's prepare our hearts to receive communion. And if you are watching or listening to this message, and you say, I'm going through a difficult time, I mean, your question is why, why me, uh, what is going on? I can assure you that God is not dead. He's, he's watching you. He's checking what is in your heart. He says, the Bible says that he knows those who trust him. Do you really trust God? Do you really trust God? Or maybe you, you, you don't even know God to start with. This is an opportunity and this is a time that we want to give you the opportunity to invite Jesus into your heart. You see, I've been trying to do life by myself. I've been going through different seasons and there's no way, it seems there is no way out for me. Jesus is the way, I can assure you of that. He's the only one that can deliver you. He's the only one that can bring you out. He's the only one that can bring you out of the thing that you are going through. In the name of Jesus Christ, you may be having a difficulty on your job with your boss, with your manager, whatever the case might be. In the name of Jesus, we want to introduce you to the one that can make all the difference in your life. We want to introduce you to the one that can bring you into God's very best. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Glory be to the name of the Lord. If you are willing to invite Jesus into your heart, just pray after me. I'm just helping you along this path. I'm just helping you along this journey. Pray and talk to God like you, you mean it, like you are conversing with him. And open up your life to Jesus. Give him an opportunity and see what he does with your life. Just say, Lord Jesus, I've heard your word. I believe you were raised from the dead. Today, I welcome you into my heart. I make you Lord of my life. Help me to serve you all the days of my life. Let me go from strength to strength. Let me go from glory to glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, help me to live my life to serve you all the days of my life. Let us hear from you if you prayed this prayer. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's bring the element out and I'll pray over it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, we come to this communion table humbly and reverently as we come in Jesus name whatever we may be faced with thank you for the blood of Jesus that speaks better things than the blood of Abel we bless this element as it goes into our body in the name of Jesus thank you father that will bring transformation in Jesus name amen thank you Lord glory be to the name of the Lord thank you Lord Thank you, Lord. If you are sick, if you're here or you're watching online and you are sick, you can use this communion as a point of contact to receive your healing. You see, the price for your healing has already been paid for. From God's standpoint, the healing has already been done. If you are going through a difficult time and a difficult season, Jesus can be made real in your life in this season. So as we come... Uh, Take this in you and pray to God for God to transform your life and he will do it for you today in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. Thank you, Lord. He says, For I received from the Lord, which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's partake of his body this morning. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Let's partake of his blood this morning. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Begin to talk to God this morning. Appropriate the benefits of his, resurre of his resurrection in your life, his death and resurrection in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, in your body, in your family, in your finances, plead the blood of Jesus over your very life. No accident will befall you. No evil will befall you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, 
Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Give him all the praise. Give him all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Lift up your voice and talk to God. In Jesus' name, talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. Every bondage is broken this morning. I cast that sickness to the root. In Jesus' mighty name, you will come out of this test. You will come out of this trial. In Jesus' mighty name, you will come out with a testimony. My Lord, the season that you are in. My Lord, Rabbi Sotea, pray in the spirit if you can. In the mighty name of Jesus, I see you coming out. I see you coming out. That which hurts. Sometimes it really hurts. Ah, it says the furnace of affliction. Sometimes it feels very hot in Jesus mighty name. But I see you coming out. 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 This is not the end of your life. Oh, a new chapter is opening. A new season is opening. Out of this test, out of this trial, even though it's difficult. In the mighty name of Jesus, I see a testimony coming out that will be a blessing to many people. In Jesus' mighty name, receive your healing, spirit, soul, body. Oh, my Lord, the hurt, the pain that people caused you. In the mighty name of Jesus, I see you coming out. I see you coming out. Talk to God. By this communion, the Bible says that he is touched with the feeling of our infirmities. He is touched with the things that we go through. And today, he is bringing bringing you out. He is bringing you out. Your financial situation, that issue on the job, that issue with the marriage, that issue with the children, in the mighty name of Jesus, that issue with your body, with your health, in Jesus' mighty name, you are coming out. You are coming out. Cry out to God. He said, I cried out to him. I called on him and he delivered me. He heard me. He will hear your cry this morning. Oh, no matter how bad it hurt, he will take the hurt in the mighty name of Jesus. Today is a new day. Today is a new season for you. Thank you, Father. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Glory be to the name of the Lord. His presence is here to deliver. His presence is here to save. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to the name, the blood of Jesus. Let's sing that song. To serve for me, the blood from day to day, it will From day to day, it will never lose its power. For I know that it reaches to the Gives me strength from day to day, it will never lose its power. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. We thank you for Jesus. We thank you for your word. Thank you for the mighty Holy Spirit. 
Thank you for the blood of Jesus. That is our banner of victory. Oh, glory be to the name of our Lord. Thank you, Father. Lord, we thank you for your visitation this morning. Thank you for speaking to us. Thank you for ministering to us, Lord. I pray over each and every one, Lord, that in this month of August, we will see the goodness of the Lord. We will see the hand of God. In the remaining days of this year, we will see the hand of God. Every appointment of death is canceled in Jesus' mighty name. No weapon of the enemy formed against us will prosper. In the mighty name of Jesus, we wave the blood of Jesus. That affliction or test comes to an end. And we come out victorious. In Jesus' name, the enemy meant it for evil. But God takes it around for our good. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We go from strength to strength, from glory to glory. Hallelujah. This week is declared a blessed week. Amen. You will return with a testimony. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus. Yeah. Yo, your faith will be to the praise, glory, and honor of Jesus Christ. You will not give up. You will not quit. No. You are victorious. In Jesus' name. May the Lord bless you. May he keep you. May he cause his face to shine on you. And give you his peace. His shalom. Thank you, Father. Take all the glory. Take all the honor. In Jesus' name. Amen. We trust this message was a blessing. Be sure to download our WMCI app. Follow us on Facebook. Sign up for weekly devotionals. And bloom in your season. Stay connected and grow with many great resources we have available for your Christian growth.